However, rabbinic scholars would actually say that Adam was split in half, and one side would at, was Adam, and one side was Eve. In fact, in Hebrew, the term help meet, people, people always say, well, she was just a help meet. That means that she was less than Adam was. Not true. God himself, a Yahwist, God himself refers to himself as help meet across the Old Testament, which means that she is at least his equal, if not greater than. Well, on the second page it says she was to serve Adam. No, it calls her, her help meet. Again, help meet oh, is the same yeah, reference as... I'm just going to read out your Bible, dude. God refers yeah. to himself. And the free Masonic yeah, Bible. but you have to remember, you read from the <laughs> King James Version, which yeah, I yeah, am not Bible partial to. Me, so own it. <laughs> Again, I don't. I don't use that. Where'd my beer go? <laughs> gonna break out a little more here. I'm going to point out that Gumby reached for the pumpkin ale. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, and thy desire shall be thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. Yeah, I don't know. Sounds like she's in second place there. I mean, her husband shall rule over thee. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that means that she's number two in that. Yes and no. No. Yes and no. no. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That pretty that, means yeah. You he have rules to take over. That back to That's the what Hebrew. it means. Right here. <laughs> okay. Again, show it to me in Hebrew. All right. <laughs> well, well, George works on that. I'm straight upside down. Yeah. <laughs> well, George works on that. I'm going to ask Mike and Gumby, do you think there are two creation tales? Genesis 1 and 2, are those cre two creation tales? In Genesis? Yes. I'm going to... Uh, no. All right, I have one no. Um, if you read it literally... You would think yes, but I don't think they're two creation tales. I think they're just two ways of wording it and not meant to be taken literally. All right. You're saying just from the Christian point of view? Mm, I'm saying textually. Uh, I'm saying just textually. from the Semitic Christian, whatever we got. You're just saying from the way we've learned it. Interpreted sexually. <laughs> just from the point of view that, you know... <laughs> <laughs> there are two Genesis chapters Under when you interpret Christian, it sexually. <laughs> Under the Christian umbrella, right? right? Which Catholics do fall under, right? They're Christian, right? Yeah, we are Christian. Oh, we are the first. Oh, okay. Right. Oh. <laughs> we are the Adam of Christians. And, and any other, you know, denomination under that. Um, I would say there's only one. But All right. that's just dealing with ours. I'm going to point out something very interesting. I know you are. <laughs> how, somewhere all the way across the planet. How many times? How many? How many times is Adam mentioned in chapter one? One, two. Dag nabbit, Aaron, come on. Chapter one. Chapter one. How many times is Adam mentioned in chapter one? I'm going with once. Okay, we got nope, once. At least three times. We got once. We got three. I mean, got that's three. just that, hold on. I'm right. I got the actual Bible here. Oh, go ahead. And Tell so me. Yeah. one, two, and then it's when they first mention them up here. God created them. Man, blah 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 blah. No, 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 no. I didn't say man. How many times is Adam? I mentioned? know. That's what I'm saying. All right. That's what I'm saying. What did you say? Well, I only seen it three times so far. You won't let me read more. Wait, wait, wait. You said the man. No, I said Adam. What verse and chapter was it? Well, right. Okay. He's right here. And unto Adam, he said, that was uh, 317. Two. Oh, in the first <laughs> chapter. Now, let's see. God created this image and an image of God. Male, God blessed them and God, blah, 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 blah. Fish oversee. God. I mean, I can, I can cut to the quick if you want. face every tree yielding seed. Yeah, Every yeah, beast would, would you like the answer? <laughs> yes. Answer. All hail All right. Satan. <laughs> and so, Adam, number by two. name, is never mentioned in chapter one. There is no... Oh, and why is that cool? There is no Adam in chapter one. So, my question to you is, is Adam in chapter one? 
Uh, so God created man in his own image. <laughs> that would... Yeah, so he created a male and female. Right, okay. So when does he first give them their right. name? So Adam is not mentioned in chapter one, correct? Not by name. Not by name, right? All right, okay. moving into chapter two. There's a very key term that you should look for. This is the generations of, correct? Yeah. All right. What you need to know in Hebrew is that whenever it says these are the generations of, it is either a sequel to the previous verse or a recursive. What? It's Why either we... a sequel right. or a so prequel. So it would be recursive. Yes. So if it's recursive, if it's recurf, if it's a re- if it's recursive. In chapter 2, at the start, is it a symbolic mentioning, or is it a proper name? Because if you go back through and you read the beginning of when it says, these are the generations of, according to Hebrew grammar, it's better understood as recursive. Mm -hmm. And in that case, Adam is mentioned as the human yeah, of chapter one, it's not a proper context or name. It's not a person. It's archetypal. I see that. I mean, I've seen Chronicles of Narnia. <laughs> so well, what's your point to that, though? So my point is, is that you actually don't enter a proper context of a pronoun or a proper name uh-huh. until later in chapter two. So the point was just to describe the beginning of the human. So in other words, you don't even have a person. You have an archetype in chapter one, Mm -hmm. even starting into chapter two. It's archetypal. It's not an individual person. Yeah, right. So they don't, did they ever talk? And I'm I'm trying to peruse now, but. And that is the most interesting part. Totally clips the feet underneath people who saying that everyone just came from Adam and Eve. Exactly. Okay. Because by the time you get to that point, by the time it actually starts the story of the actual person in Hebrew pronounced as the first man, you are already in the story going into Cain and Abel. I'm, I'm going Catholic. I'm, I'm sticking on my tongue. Bless me, Father. <laughs> <laughs> so if you follow that process, which, by the way, is laid out by none other than John Walton, a Protestant. All right. <laughs> so there's one for the Protestants. <laughs> All right. I need to right. two hours. So, <laughs> so John Walton actually lays this out as recursive. And if it's recursive, it's all of it is archetypal until you reach later into chapter two. So do you believe in a literal Adam and Eve? Only once it reaches into the context of an archetypal Adam and Eve. Does it, yes, I do believe there was an Adam and Eve. Okay. All right? Okay. Even science, this is going to mess with George's head so well, so I have to say this. Even science backs Eve. Yeah, but it would. It's invented by the Catholics. Of course. So. <laughs> yeah, because science really backs uh, George. apples that determine Hey, George. Hey, George. Yeah, that, hey, George. Does, does science back the first Eve? Probably wrong. not. That's wrong. Probably not. Not if it's evolution. Not if we believe in evolution. So are you saying that there's no Eve? So you're not, you're not saying, saying that, that there's science no, there's no doesn't Eve. back women. <laughs> Is that what you so you've Eve? never heard of mitochondrial Eve. Are you saying that you totally do not vouch for a mitochondrial? Yeah, I'm gonna put my foot Eve. down and I'm gonna say I think it's most of this. Is yeah, so, so I, I think this is all dumb. Yeah, according to if science, it's evolution, there wasn't started off with two people. Right here, God talking about how He didn't want man to be alone. According, so he's saying that there was one man. So I know you were trying to talk about like how he was just talking about man in general, I and mean, like Adam didn't come around in the second chapter. He's talking about Adam being alone and then him creating life around him. Are you talking so, about chapter two now? Yeah, I'm talking about chapter uh, two. What about chapter one though? But I'm, I'm, I'm saying he's probably talking about Adam because he's talking about there's no other life oh, up until chapter two. He's talking about Adam. Right. And he says, like, humankind. Yeah, but he's alone up until second chapter. Mm-hmm. It's only him. Right, if you're reading the Bible chronologically 
Like chapter one is before chapter two, but I would hope so. No, God, this would be the worst book ever if it wasn't at least it that. It's <laughs> not chronological. So you mean chapter two may have come first? Chapter I would hope so. Two is he like, starts building everything in chapter one. So I would hope. Before, yeah. I would hope chapter one, chapter one, is chapter one. I'm, I really hope chapter one, chapter one. No, because it says in the beginning. So. Actually, I can only hope to God. <laughs> okay, so the beginning I, is definitely I, the start. I'll give you that. All right. I can only so, hope to God. I, like, please, Jesus, have, make some sense to me, no, Genesis, please. I'm going after the beginning. Actually, like, well, in context, so, beginning in Latin doesn't really mean beginning. It means the end, oh, and uh, means the middle, three thirds through. I hate to tell you this, but some people do believe that yeah. the priestly, that the priestly. <laughs> Element might bring chapter two in as a proper chapter one. <laughs> Doesn't Heiser flip it? Actually, Mike may be right. No one knows for <laughs> sure, but Mike may be right on this. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, if he did chapter two first, I mean, because he makes he makes light of day and earth and everything in chapter one, so it has to. Otherwise, Adam doesn't have anywhere to be. We're yeah. saying it's the same story. There's no real order to one and two. But it's then a recursive. Oh, I mean, if it's he a says recursive, that he yes. Makes the earth on day one. No, again, if it's recursive, it's a reiteration of chapter yes. one. Is a reiteration of chapter one and then flows into the story of the first humans, which makes more sense if you know Semitic writing. Now, what if you're not Semitic? I'm sorry, you're you, so screwed. Do you, now, do you need to be Semitic to get that. Are you so? Are you anti? I am going to. I'm not Semitic. I, I, Does that make me anti? <laughs> well, if we all come from the first Eve, aren't we all Semitic? And that brings us to mitochondrial Eve. I am very interested in the powerhouse of Eve here. So, in human genetics, the mitochondrial Eve is the matrenial, most recent common ancestor of all current living humans. I.e., the most recent woman from all who, from all whom living humans descend in an unbroken line purely through their mothers and through the mothers of their mothers back all the way until lines converge on one woman. So you're saying... That's that science. That's not the Bible. Boom. What? Science. I don't know if that's true. The mic. I don't know if that's true. That's science. My I'm, phone's dead. Pull I am up. reading Reference. from Wikipedia. Oh. <laughs> Shut up. Which the Catholic has invented. Yeah. I mean, I've donated, <laughs> so I definitely support. Yes. And there is reference material behind that. So the science... I don't want Wikipedia. I want something else. And scripture is validating that you're saying we're all... Yes. Now, mind you, it it would not validate the biblical version of Eve because we're talking about going back like 100,000 plus years. All right. So it's not validating a 6,000-year-old Eve. It's validating a, a, a 150,000 year old Eve. That's even more impressive. It really is. <laughs> but it there was one genetic genetically. Genetically there was one that started the human race. Because before that you would have had Lucy and the Neanderthals, Cro Magnon, etc. 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 There is one that defines the human race, and that is mitochondrial Eve. And you're saying she had to be static. We are all related back. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I hate to tell you this. She's probably African. Okay, I can deal with that. All right. <laughs> she's probably of African descent. <laughs> yeah. Did they know? Which, by the way, Egypt, did they know? Which, by Africa? the way, most early Christians were African because they came out. Of, most Christians came out of Alexandria. So. So, most Catholics originate from African descent. We all relate back to one Eve. Semitic? Well, I, I, we wait, are all wait, symbolically Semitic, Semitic in the most basic sense. What is Semitic anyway? Of that origin around that area. If you, if, if you take... Mesopotamia. If you take in parts okay. of Africa as the ancient Mesopotamian basin, which it, it's pretty close. Even yes. Native Americans? Yes. Native Americans... Throwing my bullshit. I mean, there. to be honest... And, and I, I, I do have an episode coming up based on this because there is a – the Mesopotamian – I'm sorry. The uh, Native American people 
have a lot of similarities to the early Jewish people. So we are going to do an episode based on that, just not yet. Early Jewish people? What Jewish All right. people? Early, early Jewish people. But we'll bring that out later because it's fascinating. It is absolutely fascinating. And okay. I'm not going to even start right now because... You already did. You like my brain is fried. Like, wait. If the so basis people were is all Pangea, black, then I would get it. Indian. Oh. If the basis was one continent, that would make more sense to me. All right, so we'll tackle that much later. So stay tuned. Stay tuned for very interesting things. Back to Genesis. So Mm -hmm. my question to you, and I'm going to let you think about this for a second. (laughs) How come, how come Adam is said to be born of dust and not mud? Because according to the earliest legends, both Mesopotamian and Grecian, Humans are made from mud. And yet, the Jewish tale departs from that and says he's born from dust. (laughs) Yeah, you're doing percentage of total religion. Yeah. You're doing percentage of population. You are are corporate America, and I'm currently a Democrat. And I'm... Okay. (laughs) I'm saying I'm unimpressed that you find that intriguing. Am I allowed to say that? I'm unimpressed. Okay, so to refine my argument. Okay. I am unimpressed. George Trump. I do not find that intriguing. All right? And the reason being, I feel like that's just religion 101. Like, you you feel like that's so, uh, like, you're like, oh, they have this God that's invisible and you don't know who he is. But that's just religion 101. When When you make a religion, that's what you're gonna have to do. And so why is that intriguing to you? Why does that make your why does that make your faith okay. and religion strong? How many people are on the earth right now? Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna save you time. It's around nine billion. Okay. All right. So, so I covered four billion of that. Four billion. So you're movie. saying that there wait, so you're saying that the other like well, was it three four, five eighths, right? Right? Oh um, yeah. 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 Okay. So the other five eighths of the planet has <laughs> other religious priorities right well i didn't google all of them but i would imagine a lot of them have okay. an invisible so just figure in so of so again i'm being far more liberal than you so <laughs> so i'm representing the other religions at this time ironically all right <laughs> and i'm saying that you are misrepresenting the other religions okay so you're trying to say you're like george how dare you blanket statement all the rest of these religions yes. thinking that they have an invisible religious yes figure. yes i am I would let's let's do it. Let's let's pull out your Google machine and let's see how many religions don't have a religious uh invisible religious figure that they worship in the sky. You All know right? who invented the Google, right? Yeah, please. Yeah. Well, so I can't say that. I mean, like, that blanket statements are check, bad, but I mean, check. I would imagine I would you you're saying you don't think that's truthful that the majority of religions have an invisible figure that you can't prove exists. To address that, Sergey Brin and Larry Page are not Catholic, but they did. They did create a search engine for Catholics. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's called Catholic Surf. Anyway. <laughs> oh my god. So anyway, um, yes. Yeah, so let's go to your Japanese. What? All right. So because you brought you brought up Japan. All right. Okay. All right. So. The Japanese are predominantly animist. I don't know what animist. Okay. Oh, they see dead people. <laughs> Actually, that's really close. That is supremely close. Okay. So yes, that yes, they do believe in both the spirits of the animal world and the spirits of the ancestors. Mm. And if you go to the houses, they do have the houses where they have their ancestors yeah. and the house animals represented. All right, so to use your Japanese reference from earlier. I love their culture. It's a beautiful, gorgeous culture. Yeah. And mind you. So who's their leader? It parlays quite nicely with Catholicism and our saints. But anyway. (laughs) Who's their their leader? But, but. Well. well, Yeah, if you're an Edomist, who's your creator? Oh. Well, I I actually don't know because I'm not an animist. But anyway. (laughs) So wait, well, how is that, how is that your. But animism. How is that your. Hold on, hold on. But animism did morph, okay, 
because during the early centuries, because Buddhism comes out around, what, 200 BC, right? So as Buddhism makes its way out across the Asian worlds, the animists become good Buddhist. So you do have a parlay between Buddhism and animism, and they often are in the same school of thought. So you do have uh, animism and the, and the Buddhists really in the, sk- in the same school of thought. And, and they, they it's, it's hard to explain. So, <laughs> from, a, from a Western viewpoint, it's hard to explain, but it's actually quite beautiful in its contextualism. It is. It's, it's almost poetic the way that it, it... Because, you know, inside Buddhism you have... You're trying to reach nirvana, right? And, and and everything comes from the void, which actually is actually is quite Taoist as well. Everything comes from the void, and so really all things are trying to reach back to the void because the void is the mother of all inception, and so you have everything going back to the void, and you are at one with it, and all the universe is part of it. And once you align yourself with all of it, animism makes a lot more sense in that respect. I quit listening because I just didn't care. I, I'm totally disagreeing with you. And I, I just, I feel like, unle- I mean, there's four of us in the room. If I'm not making my point, then I'm going to stop. Okay. All right. I'm sorry that you hate Buddhists. <laughs> You're the one saying they're wrong, not me. So you could have that argument. I never said they were wrong. Well, you believe in Catholicism, so they have to be wrong. I think they have a different interpretation of of my ideology. Yeah, but their interpretation is wrong. I believe they were misreading things by not necessarily 100% wrong. So if you... Oh my gosh, shut up. Is that literally your swing on this? All right. I'm going to take one more chance at bat. Swamus. So... And at least, okay, so in the two religions I brought up, Islam and Christianity, okay? Are you a very large amount of human beings that worship this. They have an invisible deity Mm -hmm. for whom is not tangible or can be found physically on earth. Okay? Touche. Was that not clear in my statement I was making earlier? I mean, we're talking outside of Jesus, right? Because he was tangible in human form. And right. But smack. right now we're sitting there, we're like going, please God, you know, make me a bird. Make me far, far away from here. We're, we're talking to some invisible man in the right. clouds. Because the, the angels themselves could also become physical as, as well. No, they can't. According to the Bible, they could. No, they don't. No, they don't. Should we go back? They don't. Okay, let me go back. Before I argue angels, before I argue angels, let me just say, okay, so I'm making a statement. All right. It's a blanket statement. That a lot... I'll dial back the blanket statement because I understand those are bad. bad. And I also understand that if I make a blanket statement and if there's one religion that someone's making in their basement, that makes it untrue. (laughs) A lot. Not all. A lot of religions have an invisible deity that is not representative or tangible on earth that could be you cannot meet their god and talk to them so that's not that's not the old testament then right you're you're not including the old testament because that did happen in the old testament over and over again right now today all right in today's world all right people believe that like oh my gosh i hate your argument method right now by trying to confuse me and saying stupid shit it's pissing me off because I know you know what I mean I know you know what I mean and so you're just trying to like throw these curveballs at me and I want to punch you in your mouth so hard right now because you know what I mean and I know you know what I mean (laughs) and I literally want to strangle juice so hard right now this is why I should have been a lawyer. Right. You, you should be a lawyer for this right now because I'm so pissed. Dude, you are being in, like... I am I don't know so wife, frustrated by Juice like, right now. Aaron is being your wife right now. I, he really <laughs> is. He's making me explain myself. I know. So sometimes when I'm arguing with people, like I'm a smart ass and I ask them like a bunch of questions, making them like explain themselves more, and that's what Juice is doing to me. And I want to punch him in his freaking forehead so hard. Go ahead, finish your thought. Finish your thought. Why do you find it intriguing and special that other religions have an invisible, non-tangible deity that they worship that are similar in nature? 
Why does that make your spirituality stronger? Oh. You said spiritual. That's, oh. that's different. Than spiritual religion. is not tangible. Um, so. Well, you're just like, oh, that's amazing. But All these places my, have the same story. And I'm just problem, saying that's religion 101. That's how you do it, baby. My, my, it's not unique. Again, that's my, how you make a religion. My problem, my problem with Scientology. The, it's some invisible spaceman. They've no. never seen him. He's an invisible spaceman. But I'm saying that's religion 101. And you're like, you're back. Well, wow. You can't see that's them. Wrong. It must be Let's story. not bring up the religion of Tom Cruise. But, um... <laughs> Tom Cruise and your voodoo magic, come help me right now. <laughs> Go ahead. I would give far more credence to Buddha than I would to Tom Cruise. <laughs> Ouch. Some of his movies. Yeah, that last Mission Impossible was legit. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, good actor, good actor. Not going to take him away from his acting skills because that guy is... Amazing in his movies. I I am a Tom Cruise fan. I I can't deny it. There we go. We agree on that. I mean, that is a movie star, man. He's amazing. Yeah, amazing. That is a movie star. Yeah. yeah. Just don't ever <laughs> let him to gun. another Oprah interview. <laughs> Just don't, don't <laughs> ever let Oprah interview him again. Well, I mean, I, I mean, his confidence has to be so high. But yeah, they don't just they don't make them like that anymore. No, right? it's a good no, fashion no. movie. Star I am I am so looking forward to the opening weekend of the next Top Gun. Okay. Anywho, anyway, why is Invisible Dee Dee interesting and unique and inspiring to you? But you, you're only covering two religions. You're, you're, I'm saying most. I'm not going to say all because I understand that. All right. But even that one you were just talking about was it? What did you just say with the e? Epitomus or something like that? Edomism. Edomites. Yeah. Um, I don't want to butcher the name. I googled it. It's Q O Z. So I don't know what the Q. How you're going to say it? Shang-Di. All right. Yes. It's Q O Z is Shang D. Yes. It's a Chinese pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah. It's Chinese pronunciation. He's an invisible deity. I didn't do it. He's an invisible deity. Yes, he is. So why was he your subject? Why was he your reason? Why was he your reason I'm wrong? He's an invisible deity that no one can see. Oh, Juice. No. So 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 Shang D. I'm gonna punch you in the face. <laughs> Shang- Give me another invisible deity and tell me he's visible. So, so Shang Di is an anomaly. They do believe that Shang Di was an early, an early example of how Jewish people <laughs> actually migrated to China. Buddha, to Buddha China. is an invisible deity. He's you no longer alive. Santa Claus. Not Buddha, because Buddha, Buddha, Buddha is not a living man. No, Buddha, Buddha was- is not a living man. He's an invisible deity. So if you think but he's like not. he's answering your questions and prayers, he's not here. Buddha was Confucius. All right, well, he's in another planet, or he's not here. He's no. not in this dimension. He's not a tangible human being. Kung Fu I'm going to punch you in your face if you say that to me one more time. He was a real he's, man. All right, Buddha but right now, man. today, I know. Today, yeah. he is not, and people are communicating but with him and speaking to him. But he was God. But he is now. No, he's not. He said Google he was. He was. No, he's not. He was, the po- he was the leader of Zen and, and Buddhism. Buddhism is about enlightenment. Buddhism is about nirvana. Yeah, but right. he's a they... deity. Needless to say, whatever. Okay, he's not okay. a god. He's a deity of some sort. So I'm saying they communicate with him, and he's not a tangible person. Forget Buddhism. Do people still communicate with Yahweh today? If you are Jewish, yes. And, and so Buddhism. If you are Christian, then yes. I just, I just found that I wasn't Christian. That being said, does qualify. Well, I say, and if you're Christian, I say if you're Christian. Not if it's Buddha, but he's a deity. He's not here. Yeah, but he passes the spirit on to the next generation. There's always a new elected. It's about nirvana. There is no time in in Buddhism. So in Buddhism, nirvana is nirvana. Time is 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 immaterial in, in Buddhism. So so when you reach nirvana, you reach nirvana. The time itself doesn't really matter. It's 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 becoming at one with the universe and reaching enlightenment. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm but gonna, go ahead, like the Buddhist monk, or yes. like like there's always there can only be one, and and they're identified as a youth by taking these tests of like yes, um, being psychic and all this kind of stuff, and they're like oh, the Buddhist spirit is now within you, and you will become. The representation. So at that point, it is a physical. What's well, the Dalai Lama? That's the Dalai Lama. Yes, Buddha. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Right. Well, so yes. Yeah, so it's it's kind of like a reincarnation thing. So 
So the Dalai Lama passes from generation to generation, which, which, hey, a little cool thing for you. The current Dalai Lama said that his spirit will no longer pass into the future. Whoa. Interesting. Well, yes. doesn't the Pope do that too, though? No, no, the Pope. There isn't a Pope for every huge, generation? No, 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 no there is, there is, there is. But the difference is, is that, okay, what was the previous mayor to Cleveland? Michael White. White. Yes, okay, so the authority of Michael White passed forward to the current mayor who is... Frank Jackson. Frank Jackson, <laughs> all right. So the authority, <laughs> the, the authority and the title passed from person to person. But it is not the same person. Right. But the authority and the title do. That's the difference. It's not the same person that passes from station to station. Mm-hmm. We can't say generation to generation because it can happen multiple times in the same generation. Right. But it's the authority and the title that pass from one to the next. And so if, since Peter to now, you have somebody who passes the authority, you know, the torch forward, with the same spiritual connection to Peter. So you're saying that Catholics look at the Pope as Peter. someone like a mayor, like we do with the mayor. Yes. Yes. But both on two sides, on the spiritual side and the physical side. And that's why when Jesus said that what you say, what you loose or unloose is unloosed on earth as it is in heaven. It is actually the authority of the apostles with Peter in charge. Go passing from generation to generation, and that's the authority passed as on earth as in heaven. So, would you argue that every religion, in respect to their own religion, needs that person figurehead? Otherwise, there's just chaos. I would say that without a authority, authoritative figure, um, you have chaos. Yeah, you, have, so, you, have, you have anarchy. So, Buddhism needs their their Buddha. To, Islam yes. needs their Muhammad. All right. The Jews need their. But not all Buddhists would agree, though. That's the difference. So I don't know what you. Because your but... Zen Buddhists would not agree with your Tibetan Buddhists or whatever. But so, what, so everyone needs their. That's usually a strong argument for like religion being fake. It's just it's a way to control the human beings. I would disagree. So organized religion. I would disagree. All right. Do they need their person? You need some form of organization. Mm-hmm. I would say that. I would say that. It feels like corporatism. Not necessarily, because in, in a lot of religions, let's take let, let, let's take Zen Buddhism for example. In Zen Buddhism, it's different from Buddhists are too cool. Don't use them. Use Catholicism. As leave an Buddhist alone. Now I agree. Use the Buddhists alone. Let's talk so, about Catholicism. Is so, Catholic? Come on. Let's talk about. Tell us why Buddhists. Catholics aren't corporate-y. Uh-huh. That's how and a Buddhist palace. Since I, come on, since I already have the edim- no one cares about that. This is we're like a Christian anyway. show. <laughs> you don't know Buddhists. You're a Christian. <laughs> George Trump, right shut now, up. Yeah. <laughs> Baptized Catholic. <laughs> so always got so inventors of science. <laughs> when, I, so, when I died, I'm wrong. I'm like, I swear I was baptized Catholic. <laughs> so I should have listened to my mom. So we're not, we're not going to listen to the conservative Georgian right now. So <laughs> so going back to Buddhism, <laughs> Zen Buddhists are a little bit different than other Buddhists, and here's the reason why: the Zen temples are autocephalous, and each one is ran by that monastery or ashram okay and unlike other versions or other zen sects um they run their own gardens and own way to support their monastery they are workers they they run all their own stuff in order to bring in their own monetary gains because they don't want to be a parasite on the people they don't want to be monks out there simply begging for alms. So in order to avoid that, what they do is they will take alms if somebody wants to give. However, they also support their, their selves inside of their own means. And in that way, they're a lot like a Trappist monk. Since you wanted to parlay that into Christianity, Trappists make their own beer... Trappists make their own whiskey and their own wine and their own. So there are most monasteries actually do support themselves through their own means. Go ahead. Okay, question. Uh, go so ahead, George. Catholic and 
being all corporate and stuff? I don't know. Yeah, so corporates, I, I suppose I gather from that, is an entity that can fund itself. Yes. Just like um, Zen Buddhists or Trappist Christian monks. In your original point, just... Hey, I don't know if we've gotten so far off the subject. Are we? Yeah, just we're not just talking about Genesis. <laughs> we really have. <laughs> Do we want to take this opportunity to kind of go back, or should we just? We rock? probably should. We probably yeah, should. Yeah. Uh, we probably should jump back in to Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve and Genesis. So again, we're getting pretty long too. The, Straight up. That's okay because I don't have too many points left. <laughs> You've pretty much stretched a lot of that. Um, I'm sorry, Juice. There you go. It's all right. It's the George and Aaron show. I'm ready for you. I don't know. Mike and Gumby both have really great, good points in this one as well. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> but remember, we are leading with the material of the very ancient world in the Mesopotamian basin that had shared cultural motifs. You have to read it from their point of view. Not from ours. Yeah, and I get it. And you, you, you I, again, my argument is, and maybe I'm just going to stop it because maybe this is going nowhere, is that you find that very unique and interesting. You find it intriguing that they have these motifs, but I think it's just a recipe for how to create religion. All right. I think it's garbage. Adam. I'm saying, like, uh, John Smith with Mormonism is like, well, to make someone believe this bullshit, there's these rules I have to follow. Right. No one else knows it, right. just me, the God is invisible, blah, blah, blah. Like, all right, so Adam, it's not interesting to me at all. What does Adam mean? I don't know because I don't speak Latin. They didn't have Latin back then, so I don't know what Adam means. Adam's not Latin. This means man, right? It's Hebrew, it means human. You could literally translate every place where you see Adam as the human. What about Eve? It means life. Now, you can't tell me that there isn't a story right there in their names. Human. Life. Human. Life. Adam and Eve. So again, we go back to the motifs and the myths meaning more than what we think they mean. Human life. Adam and Eve. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I never liked that argument. I think it's just a comp out. Um, and, and oftentimes, like, I think it was even mentioned today, it's like, oh, well, you know, we'll never understand God because Jesus, his realm of thinking is just so much bigger than ours. Like, it's the comp out. Well, let's, let's take Eve, for example. So Eve, inside Hebrew, is Tzela, all right? And, and Tzela, a good rendition of the transliteration into English would be Sides. And a lot of the rabbinic people... Sides? Yeah. So like sides to a building? Exactly. Actually, yes. Because sides is referred to as the Ark of the Covenant or the, or, or the sides of the tabernacle. So a lot... It's a different region. Uh, okay, so we have regional. Mike? Uh, terminology. Terminology. George? I say regional. Regional. All right. So, it's thought process. It's thought process because humans were defined through the gods and created through mud. And that is all throughout the well, we early weren't. Mesopotamian legends. I mean, we weren't, though. Wait, 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 wait. The early Jewish tales depart from that, and here's the reason why. So stupid. Because dust equals mortality. All right, so origination in the Jewish mind actually shows that man is mortal from his inception. Now, I know a lot of people don't believe that, especially among the charismatic people. So Adam was made immortal. All right, I have a question for you. If Adam was made immortal, why did he need a tree of life? Right, I don't think he was made immortal. No, I don't think so either. And, and again, among the other Mesopotamian people, mud is how people were created. Dust. Well, if we're talking about the Old Testament, then if you said the Hebrew mind, then I would be more likely. All right, all right. I mean, so the Hebrew if you mind. you get dust wet, doesn't it just turn to mud anyway? Yes, but it wasn't wet. And all if right, we're so. talking Hebrew, then we're talking again, again back to the African continent. And I have no problem with that. I really don't. 
I really don't. I, I really believe that we are all of African descent anyhow. So that and I have, so I have no problem with that at all. I mean, if you when you really, think about going back to just two people, you know, it, 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 it's hard to to get out of that. Like, how do all these human species come out or different races and all of that? But yes, if but, you pull it out of the religious realm, and it's kind of not that hard. I mean, we're born in different regions, we get different sun exposure, different altitudes, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We got keep it in the religious realm then it gets hard when we go back to what? Adam and Eve it's not from evolution. I totally get you it's from, from the evolutionary the aspect <laughs> 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 usually that, I would like to jump on there I'd be all about it <laughs> from the evolutionary aspect it's not hard okay to yeah. understand that though because we adapt for, for our environment sure yeah yeah, yeah. And, and and we are I don't care <clears throat> who says this because I have had people I've had so many people come against me for this. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, we are all from African descent. We are. I mean, I hate to say that there are people so who, where dis- was Adam and Eve who disagree with me. Where was Adam and Eve made? But people have disagreed with me. We are all of African descent. We are all the same people. I and think that's the only plausible account based on how heredity works based on the other little chart the tic-tac-toe thing yes mm-hmm. a yeah. caucasian cannot turn black right <laughs> you know yeah. what i mean yeah. It's, I, I see what you yeah. mean yeah but doesn't that like fly in the face of um semitic teaching in terms of religion like isn't there some kind of like i would say not according to orthodox jews <clears throat> What about, what about Catholicism? <laughs> 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 because if, if you talk to the ultra-Orthodox Jews, they have no issues with it. So, really? So what about Catholicism? What <laughs> in about Catholicism, we believe in common ancestry. A hundred years before Darwin, we invented it. It really does come down to we are the same species. Well, that I I agree with. But I don't think there's any difference between an African American and an American and, and a Russian and a Hebrew, and uh, there's no difference. We're all the same people. I agree with that. We 100%, are the but that's world. <laughs> religion we kind are of just the people seems to conflate that. <laughs> so. yeah. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Yeah, you agree with that. So, and again, if you go to earlier, I had mentioned um, John Walton, okay. right? And I credit him with my with my parlaying into the early Hebrew idea of the cosmos as a temple, all right? Because he's the one that got me in the direction. And it turns out it's 100% true. Um, if you go back to the early context, it even says, so this is, I'm going to quote Walton real quick here. I'm going to start expediting this because we've gone on pretty long. In the biblical text, the description of the tabernacle and temple contain many transparent connections to the cosmos. This connection was explicitly recognized as early as the second century A.D., in the writings of the Jewish historian Josephus, who says of the tabernacle, every one of these objects is intended to recall and represent the universe. In the outer courtyard were various representations of cosmic geography. So it's very interesting when you look at that. And even he goes on to define that even when, um, I believe it's in Exodus, when it talks about the lighting of the candles inside of the temple and the tabernacle, it's the exact same Hebrew word for when he lights the cosmos in the stars. So he's literally equating the cosmos to his temple. So you can look at Genesis 1 and 2 however you want, but in the Hebrew, it's a temple ceremony. It's not a creation tale. But you're basing that. It almost seems like you're flipping them. You know what I mean? Like like the creation story 
had its thing, and then the Hebrews represented it in a temple. But mm-hmm. so you're saying because they presented it as a temple, the creation story becomes a universe as a temple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's That's, the same Hebrew words being used. The believe it or not, there's no creative words being used in Genesis one and two. Huh. Yeah. It's, a, it's assignment language. I'm not necessarily going to disagree. I'm going to be... That's that's one point where I'm just kind of like... I don't know. I think... I mean, the Bible says the earth is his footstool and the universe is his temple. So, I, yeah, I, I agree with that. I'm sorry. Just kind of <laughs> talked myself into it. <laughs> that was a beautiful transition. You're going to twist my arm, Mike. <laughs> Aaron, you're right. <laughs> so, and that parlays into the same terminology as Adam being the the priest inside of the temple because you have Obad in Shemar inside of the Hebrew language which people always say is to serve and to guard. To serve and to guard. Whereas people will say it's, you know, to keep and to garden. But in the Hebrew, it actually means to serve and to guard, which is temple language. And it's only used of priests in the Bible. So again, Genesis 1 and 2 is directly using priestly language. This show needs to wrap up. <laughs> is my response to that? We're wrapped, man. I, I know you want to get all this content in, but I think that's, we're. I think we're. No, no, no. That's that's actually pretty much where I'm ending. All right. So, um, again, Genesis one and two can mean many things in Hebrew, mm-hmm. but it, it is not so much a creation tale as it is simply God assigning the cosmos as His priesthood and His temple. I think it's a big part of creation, though, in there. You, maybe not specifically and only. But I would think you're primarily. taking it from an English translation, whereas if you look at it in the Hebrew context, it's definitely more of temple and holy priesthood. And remember, the first 11 chapters were probably written during the Babylonian exile, much, much later. Not mm. by Abraham or Moses. Much, much later, they're probably written by the, in a, the Babylonian exile. I think on papyrus or whatever during the Babylonian, but they were passed along before that, maybe verbally or something, right? Oh, they orally they were passed down. Yes. I'm still clinging to spirituality as something different than religion. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I agree with that. Yeah. I think I've had spiritual connections at times, okay. but uh, definitely not anything tied to organized religion. Mm-hmm. So, All right. you, you believe you're spiritual? No, I'm not very spiritual. Um, no, I'm trying to think. Yeah, again, it's kind of a big question. I'm not incredibly spiritual. I'm not. I'm not seeking it out. I, I don't go out and reach out for it. I mean... But you've had this spiritual is, moments. I have. Okay. Right. That's cool. But it has nothing... Definitely has nothing to do with anything like read in this book here or anything like that. You know, but... um, Yeah. I, I mean, this might be part of me trying to find spirituality or whatnot. You know, maybe this is part of my exploration, part of my adventure mm-hmm. towards finding it, but... Um, other than that, I disagree. But that's me okay. saying I'm not a spiritual person. No, no. I mean, no. That it's not. Con- <laughs> that it's not connected. I believe it is connected. I believe all spirituality at some point is connected to to the, the, those seeking the ultimate answers and those seeking their creator. I believe that all spirituality at some point. Is an invisible, per, invisible person in the sky that you can't see. I I believe that. Yeah, <laughs> you can see him, but you can say sky. From a... would, you, would you say that that everyone's spirituality is an invisible person in the sky? No, I would say interdimensional. So you can't <laughs> see him, but they're in interdimensional. Well, can you see the fifth dimension? No. All right. So I would say interdimensional. All right. 
So are you making a blanket statement for all the small religions in the world that their god, their deity, isn't visible? So I mean, that, I mean again, that's very uh, that's very Trump conservative of you for, for you to say that. So again, and I'm just sticking up for the little guy. I mean, um, we're I'm, talking about Christianity and Islam, but I mean, that's not all religions. Too. How did we get back here, George? Uh, because I'm, you just agreed. After all that, you just turned around and agreed with me. After all that hell he gave me. Uh, again, intended. I'm going to be quite liberal in this, and I'm going to say that I believe that all religions are seeking the Creator in their own idea of where the Creator comes from. Oh, that's a big statement for a Catholic. It, believe it or not, if you know the Catechism, it's not. Oh, wow. So I believe that. Not Catholic. I, <laughs> I believe that all religions are looking for the same answer and the same Creator. It's just that they may be looking through a glass a little darker than we may be. Even if they view your glasses darker? Yeah, was Yes. It? Okay. <laughs> I hate the rejection of other religions. But that's just it, though. Well, We're not rejecting other religions. You're just saying... Groups. Yeah. We're not Even rejecting. if you're in a different group than they are, because they're in a yeah. group. We do believe that they are looking for the same answer. That, in fact, we also believe that they also may find the answer inside of their religion. So, unlike most religions that say that everybody else is wrong, we do believe that people can find the answer inside of where they're looking if they can't find the answer or don't have the route to find the answer. We do believe that an earnest looking can bring them to the answer. Mm. We can keep honest the whole night. Yes, we could. I know. That's why I'm like, George, why are you talking still? So, George. No, Mike. <laughs> How do you feel about tonight? Yeah, I think. Final thoughts? It was, uh, it was definitely, we covered a lot of ground in a lot of different directions. Yeah. Gumby? You know, I think, I think that last... Uh, train of thought was a great one. I think it's one that I uh, I wish a lot more Protestants and evangelicals would explore. Is that can you find the creator of all human life or purpose outside of your own version or doctrine of everything? Can it be found outside of that? You know, are there multiple paths to the creator? So that's my kind of final thoughts. And there's nothing taboo over brew. George! I'm just saying at the end, Juice was saying that everyone's trying to find their invisible creator that's not intangible. Earth is what I was trying to say, and he turned around and agreed with me. I'm gonna punch him in the head and hail Satan. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Please check us out. Cue music! Cue music! Cue music! Cue music! Please check us out. By the way, I'm going to say that Satanists can't find the answer. Anyway, uh, <laughs> please check us out on virtually every social media platform, including Tumblr and Twitter and Instagram, especially Instagram. We have a lot of posts there. Please look us up on Patreon. And you can even give to us on Anchor, the platform of our choice. So, again, we love you. Have a great night. Good night. Peace.